haven't seen you in forever. Well, you know, I mean, I try to come up and visit, but you've been on vacation. Are you that on? is true. I'm going on vacation again. <laughs> I, I am too. <laughs> I'm going to St. Lucia. That's great. Yeah, so it'll be really fun. Where are you going? I'm going to Palm Desert, Palm Springs area. <gasps> We're going to a big tennis tournament out there. Oh, um, that's in so Indian Wells. fun. Yeah. I've been to Palm Desert a couple times. Yeah, it's, it's really great. nice. It's great, yeah. yeah. Hopefully everybody else is getting some nice breaks. And yes. We're pretty excited. And we are really excited about the our two interviewees that we had. Yes. Yeah, we had two great guests. Yeah. Vanessa Rose and Alicia Hill. Really great conversation around the Hair Equity Project, which is broader than I expected it to be. Uh, it's actually a really cool project to bring different hair products for um, all different hair types um, into the hospital. And their project was so thoughtful and well executed. And uh, we were, are going to see the benefits of it. Yeah, it got traction. Yeah. <laughs> Which is amazing. <laughs> uh, we discussed the project, how they did it, what the product products that they discovered are it's really yeah. really cool it was sort of like they said what happened like what happened what they decided to do about it and how they did it yeah and it really was beautiful all right take care everyone i'm steph this is leslie if you can each introduce yourselves um where you work and what you do here so I'm Vanessa. I am the executive assistant for the associate chief medical officers and also the medical staff office here at the at the hospital. Alicia Hill. I work in the pathology and laboratory medicine as a charge medical lab scientist specializing in microbiology. Awesome. 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 So I kind of had learned a little bit about the project that you guys are doing. But I think for our listeners, if you can explain what the Hair Equity Project is, that would be great. Yeah. So basically, the products that we have at the hospital right now are formulated for patients who have straight hair, who have fine straight hair usually. And so we were approached by someone. And actually, I forget, Alicia, you might know who it is. Laura Dettilio from the Children's yep. Hospital. Um, she was uh, one of the first people who approached the employee resource group, which I'm the co-lead for the BIPOC employee resource group. And so we're looking to bring products in that were for different types of hair, not just the straight hair that is the mainstream that um, products that are used for. So curly hair, tighter coils, and that sort of thing. So that was the first step was to do some research. And these products, you mean, are specific to the inpatient, like what we're giving to patients inpatient for staying clean in the hospital? Yes, exactly, yeah, for inpatient. Yeah, exactly, mm -hmm. yeah. And maybe some outpatient procedures as well, um, but we're really focusing on the inpatient population. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think it's more geared towards patients who are having like a longer stay, who probably won't be going home at anytime soon, who would opt into um, getting their, their hair washed here. That's awesome. So, and what kind of, what did your research entail? Like, did you, what, what did that look like? So it was a lot of reaching out to companies. The, the main thing that we wanted to focus on was BIPOC owned companies because we wanted products that were made by people for the people that these products were going to serve. We focused on women owned BIPOC companies 
And it, at first we tried to have samples, just free products um, sent to the hospital. And that was really hard. So that we took a, a lot of time trying to get the products. And so we realized that we would actually have to pay for these products. There was one company that did send us free products, but and that's the one that we ended up going with. But um, yeah. all the other companies, we we had a, an amount of money that we were able to secure to bring these in. And so once we found the different companies that we wanted to work with, that we we also found people who were willing to be test participants and use their body to test these products. And, and these were paid participants, which is the first time that's happened for the hospital, which was really great that we could start that, that procedure. And that happened through a grant. It was not uh, through the hospital. <laughs> I know people were right. like, like we're, in a, we're in a deficit. It's like this was, uh, they were paid through a grant through the community improvement um, department that's here. So did your did your group have to apply for that grant ahead of time? How did that work? Well, I don't know if we applied. So it, it's been kind of it's been a labor of love. So we've had <laughs> an idea for this since I think it was two years ago um, when Lord Atelier approached the um, employee resource groups for this, and and we thought it would have been an easy like, hey, like you know we're trying to get products in that serve a wider population of people with different hair types. But it ended up being a longer, longer journey than we expected. And it really took off when we actually, when they were able to incorporate the cultural humility improvement team that is both here and in the community. And then we actually brought them in and they were actually able to facilitate getting people, test participants in the community as well as within the hospital and facilitate actually writing, getting the grant for us to actually start that. So as we were working on this and knowing this was the intention, once we were able to actually get the grant and secure it, then we actually were able to pay these test participants for their time and use of their bodies. Oh, that's great. And then who, how many test participants did you have? We had a total of 15 test participants. Okay. Okay. That's a good and did you guys, did either of you two try the product? I was one of the test participants. <laughs> yeah, I was one of the guinea pigs. <laughs> and how many products did you end up testing? So we had a total of 33 products, and wow. that was over. Yeah, so a lot of a lot of um, different products to to test, which was great. And that was over seven companies. So 33 products from seven different companies, and we tested over a span of six weeks. Everyone was able to test what they wanted to. So they didn't, if they didn't, if they had previously used a product in that bulk, they didn't have to use it. So it was all volunteer based. We wanted to make sure that we gave enough time of six weeks because curly hair is more fragile and not able to be washed, you know, just consistently just um, every other day or, or every day. So we wanted to make sure that we were also giving a good amount of time so everyone was able to use the products that they were able to over a good span of time. Did you have a specific criteria that everybody was looking at or was it kind of a scale of love, hate? Like how, what was the criteria that you guys used? So we had a questionnaire, so a survey that was uh, had about 10 or so questions and it was based off like fragrance, did it moisturize your hair, things like that, that people would able, be able to give their feedback. And so it was the same survey for each product. So all in all, I believe we received about 137 surveys back. 
did you try it on all hair types or just curly? Like what did everybody, did you have a range of people that tried it? I guess what I'm getting at is like, it'd be cool if we could, if it was great that that could be replaced for the, for the product in the hospital for all hair types, but it was specifically good for curly hair as well. Right. Yes. So we had um, with hair, we have different hair types from one being the straight up to four and within that, there is A, B, and C, depending on how the curly level, uh, yep. which Alicia might be able to give a little bit more of a better <laughs> info on. Within the different hair types, like um, Vanessa said, uh, there's type one. Type two is there's a lit, slightly little bit more curl, type 2A. Type 2B is then again slightly curly. And the idea is for the test participants, they span from type two to type four. Type one being the straightest hair type, it's it will work. This these products will work on type one hair based on what they do. So what yeah. they are trying to do is re- you're retaining moisture. With type one yeah. hair, that hair does for the most part does not have issues retaining moisture unless you are consistently blow drying your hair. If you're consistently dyeing your hair, if you're not doing I don't know what you hair, mean about dyeing your hair. <laughs> <laughs> Just putting it out there, just some things. Um, if you're not doing, like, just because within, like, all the hair follicles on the body, for the most part, produce sebum, right? So that's yep. the oil that lubricates the hair strands. It helps with moisture retention. With straight hair, the oil goes right down the hair shaft, easy, done. Your hair retains moisture. It's good. With curlier hair types, there's a there's a lot more to to go on. Like it, it can't go straight down the shaft because gotcha. you have like zigzags or you have like a coil. You have a harder time getting that protection. So that's why those hair types are more fragile. You don't have that. You need a little bit more extra when it comes to your shampoos, your conditioners, your leave-in conditioners. Yeah. You need a little bit more to help you retain that moisture because your scalp unfortunately cannot help you with that journey because your hair is failure. Um, So that's kind of how, that's the difference there. So will it work on a type one? Yes. You know, a lot of the times, um, you know, I have friends that they say, oh, oh, my hair is so dirty and your hair just looks wet. You know, it looks like, so it's, that's the the sebum on the hair versus like my hair when it's dirty, it does not look wet. It looks very dry, very brittle. Those are the differences there. So yes, it will work on type one without actually having to test because it, it just helps you retain moisture and gives moisture. you a little bit more nutrients. Yeah. And probably ultimately is getting a better product in general in the hospital than what was there before. So <laughs> right, right. So you've picked a product. Can can we name what that is? Yes. So it the company is called Mixed Chicks. Love that. I love that name. <laughs> And they have, uh, we have four different products from them, and it is the shampoo, the kids conditioner, which is, it says kids right. conditioner, but it's for every, everyone. Yeah. And it, what's great about that is it's also fragrance free. So for those who have allergies, it would be a perfect choice for them. And then we also have a leave-in conditioner and a styling cream, which was is going to help just retain all that moisture, like Alicia said, how important the moisture aspect is to to curly hair so and then who will this go out to like a is it out yet is it out onto the floors of the hospital yet so it's not on the floors the rollout will start february at the beginning of february okay great timing 
super user training throughout the month, uh, a couple times throughout this month, January. So the idea is that we'll have people on the floor is that will be able to use these products and work with the curlier hair types. Um, and they will be able to potentially train other nurses or CNAs, whoever is actually taking care of the patient with showering them and washing their hair, they'll be able to kind of help them with that process as well. There's also a tutorial video that will be coming out and a cornerstone training module that will talk about what we did from the, its inception to now and the different types of hair. So that'll kind of cover most of that stuff. As well. Wow, you guys have been so thoughtful in this process. That's I agree. A, that's a really awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how how does somebody become a super user? The trainings that have been going on throughout the month. So attending the training, it'll kind of walk you through like how you would potentially take care of like a curlier hair type, like the way you would comb it, the way you would wash it, um, what you would do if you're dealing with um, detangling. So that is the idea behind being a super user. You have gone to this training and you know exactly how to handle this hair type, how to handle a patient that would want this to happen. Because with curlier hair, like Vanessa said, you're not washing your hair every day. Patients might not always want this, but you know, patients that are on floors like the ICU, or if they've just had surgery and they have to stay here, they have glue on their hair, they need access to their scalp for any reason, and they, whatever it is that ends up happening, I'm not a nurse, so I, I don't know, but I've heard yeah. from different nurses within that All training. All sorts that, of stuff happens. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're like, what is this? And then yeah, yeah. <laughs> different like clues and fluids. So super users, uh, that is something that they would kind of know how to take care of. And that's also a chance to ask questions about what to do when you do come across certain things. So they'll know like if you do come across something that might not have been illustrated throughout the training, the hands-on training, you can ask one of the people that we had there, Pascal, who works in our community as a public health advocate, and she is also a hairstylist. She also kind of helps kind of helps people navigate that space as well and answer their questions around different things that might come up with hair types. And there's also more trainings happening that know there's another one on the 31st that you can still sign up for if people are still interested. I'm not sure if there's any more within this short time frame. We'll probably offer a little bit more in February, depending on the need. I'm really, really happy that this is happening. I think it's forward thinking in some in some ways. I don't know if that's exactly what I want to say, but I'm well, also I'd say it's like we, we needed this like ages ago. We needed this ages ago, but I'm also proud that the hospital embrace is embracing it and letting it and letting the change happen. It makes me proud. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. And I think at least on the pediatric floors, like some of this was kind of sort of already happening, but loosely, like patients would bring their own products in and like leave them with the nurses. So they kind of had some stuff like floating around, but mm -hmm. I don't know if it was, I'm not yeah. sure how that worked, but there's definitely slightly something, I guess, in the works happening in that respect. So it is definitely very awesome that the hospital itself has decided to take this on and kind of offer this a little bit more consistently throughout the institute. I mean, you know, as oncology nurses, we know how important somebody's hair is to their person and their personality and just their identity. And I think that I think it's really, you know, enough of enough of being in a hospital takes away a little bit of your individuality. But I think the nod to, hey, we see you and we know that 
that your hair is important, you know, it's an important, and we hear that and see that and we respect that. I mean, I, that's, it's a bigger message that I think it sends. The impact of it is so much more than just having the product there if you're going to use it, because just being at the hospital and knowing, you know, you get the, the package, if you're overnight, you get the the shampoo that they offer currently. And just speaking from my own experience, when I've stayed here, I, you know, I look at it and I say, I can't use that. So just knowing that there's something available to you, even if you're not going to use it, has such a good, you know, it's just like you are seen, like you said, you yeah. know, you, you are represented here. And so it's a safe yeah. feeling, especially at such vulnerable times in many patients' lives. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. I think it's I think it's really um, impactful. So there's continuing to be training. So if if people are, you know, listen and are interested, how would they find out about the trainings? Is that something that has been gone out through um, their manager? How do you know? I know how Sounds that's... like they're the cornerstone module. There will be a cornerstone module. Correct. Yep, there'll be a cornerstone module and a tutorial training video. I know throughout the RN training days that happened this month, um, we oh, yeah. had a little sheet people could have taken a picture of and they could contact certain, I think they could contact the community health improvement team on that sheet and also contacting their nurse managers. Their nurse managers have an idea of where to go to contact the right people to kind of get them into this training. And if not, Vanessa and I could <laughs> give our yes. information because we are our, this. Yes, definitely. We can, we can to us. who are running this because, um, like I said, I think there's only one more day potentially. And if we do have more of a demand, then we can offer that again next month. And then will this be on the floor or is it something that they'll need to order? You know, I think just logistically for, for nurses, is it something that we'll be stock on the floor as, yeah, yeah as part yes. of, as part of the option for their kit? Yeah, exactly. Yes. You don't have to opt into it. If you like whatever it is that's being used already, you have no issues with it because the shampoo does have fragrance. So some people will have issues with that. So if they want to use, you know, whatever the shampoo is that's on the floor, but they would like to use the conditioner that is that doesn't have any scent, it's fragrance free, then they can do that. You can mix and match. It's not something where it's like all or nothing. It will be offered, but it's not something that you definitely have to opt into. Oh, awesome. What great work. Great work. And, <laughs> and it's great work that's seeing it's seeing the light of day. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's out there. Yeah, it's been fun. It's been nice to, to educate people on different hair types and, and yep. what is actually happening. And then when you're talking about it, you're like, yeah, that totally makes sense. It's like we don't talk about that enough about how important it is for you, even if like however long it takes you to actually make yourself presentable for the day, it doesn't matter. Like hair is still a very important part of that. Even when you have none, it's it's still a statement, right? Well, we really appreciate coming in and talking with us about this so that we can get it out to, to more nurses. <laughs> yes, thank you. It's been such an exciting project to see from the very beginning and seeing now that it's you know, spreading out and hearing people, yeah. <laughs> um, their feedback. So thank you for giving us a platform to speak yeah, on it. Absolutely. Come back yeah. anytime. Yeah. And it'll be uh, good to check in in a year and see how things are going and how, yeah, you know, the, the feedback has been. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And that's another, that's a good point. Um, Just to add is that this is not just a one and done thing because there are different products that we are looking into for like hair ties and combs and different 
things. And um, so as we learn and grow from this, from patients' needs and and so on, well, it'll be it'll be evolving. Love it, love it. Anything else you want to share before we we head out? Sign off. Yeah. If anyone has any questions, like Alicia said, reach out to us, reach out to the um, the BIPOC Reach Employee Resource Group. We'll be happy to speak with anyone about it. Oh, wonderful. Well, we really appreciate you both. Thanks, and, Alicia. Yeah. Thanks, Vanessa. It was great. Thank you so much. You both. <laughs> All right. You guys take care. Thank you so much. You too.